0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, in Kenya, there's a massive refugee camp populated mostly by people from Sudan, but in recent times, many of them, men and women, are being recruited by international modelling agencies. Understandably, many of them jump at the chance, but uh, as an investigation by the Sunday Times has shown, it doesn't always go that well. Lisa Brinkworth is the reporter who's been writing about this. Afternoon, Lisa. Good afternoon. Could you start by describing the Kakuma refugee camp? It's it's extraordinarily large.
1: It is. It's it's absolutely vast. Um, there are two hundred eighty thousand um, refugees living there. It's densely populated. There are huge um, numbers of of, sort of tents and um, some very very basic accommodation for um, the families living there. It's extremely hot. It's arid. It's desert and um, It's the scale of of poverty as well is quite shocking, really. um, The refugees do rely on um, United Nations to um, deposit food supplies, but um, recently they've been complaining that those have been running out quite early on. There seems quite a bit of hunger there, and I think people are quite desperate because it's very difficult for them to get to work or to leave the camp. And um, there just seems to be a, a sense of hopelessness which is why suddenly this, this whole modelling phenomenon has just really taken off for lots of people living there. What countries are the
0: refugees from? And, and and I take it they're pretty much stuck there. There's not much in the way of prospects for them to leave.
1: That's right. So mainly the, the, the vast majority are from South Sudan. Um, they fled the war um, in South Sudan. And, and so many of the young people there have lived there for most or all of their lives. Some of them were, were born in the camp. And it is it is difficult to leave. They um, they they don't really have any prospects to find work. They they need a movement pass just to travel in and out of the camp. And um, so so what's what has been described to me by numerous refugees is is this sort of sense of just being stuck there and 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 really having no prospects beyond the camp. And there is this real sense of desperation um, that I've heard so often from in particular these young refugees that, that we've been speaking to for our investigation and um in a sort of sense that they don't have the bright, you know, bright futures that you know other other young people could could expect in other parts mm. of the world. So the the, the
0: scouts for the, the modeling agencies, is it more than one modeling agency that's going in there scouting for people?
1: Yes. Um there's one in particular that we came across which is a Nigerian agency that scouts models there um for its competition it has a an annual competition looking for the next african supermodel and so they will um they will scout in the camp for that um with certainly this year and, and last year they will have a, a, a sort of scout who, who is based there um all year round so he's always on the lookout for for, for new um talent i suppose and and there are a, a, a couple of other agencies um, Who who scout as well, who who look around and see if if people might might fit the bill, but it's it's very very difficult. Um, What seems to be other agencies have told us it's quite difficult to get into the camp, but the the one agency that we came across seems to uh, be be able to access it quite easily. Mm. Um, And uh, and 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 this this particular agency, um, the the model sort of that's the agency that they all want to be with because they do see some success stories of of these. You know models from that agency who've gone to Europe and who appear to have have made it big. So that's the agency that they, you know, they also sort of want to join. Yeah, and so this agency, if it signs somebody up, are they then dispatched to Europe? So the way it works is the agency. um so This particular agency is it's called it the mother agency, and the mother agency is responsible for scouting um, the young man or woman in the first place and um, and then finding an international agent to represent them. So in this particular case, this Nigerian agency works closely with um, another agency in, in, in Europe, in, in Paris. Um, when the mother agency has a model that it thinks will work well, they then send that model over to Paris, and that model will then be signed up to this Paris-based agency. And when and so is there a fixed term on these
0: contracts that they sign? Are they there for a period of months or weeks, or or how does it tend to work?
1: So when the mother agency and in fact, with the international agency signs the models, um they tend to be it tends to be two year contract. Most of the contracts we've seen um sign them for two years. But when they're invited over to Paris or London, it seems to be around Fashion Week. So um, the idea is, is that they go to Fashion Week, which actually and they can be expected to be there for about two or three weeks. It's very, very busy during that time. Um, and they'll be expected to go to lots of castings and, um, and fittings and they may or may not get work. And then they will be... Then they'll be sent back if they haven't made it really big straight away and and that's where the problem sets in because they've been given you know e visas um three-month visas that they're working on them most of them are working on Schengen visas they're allowed to work there for for 90 days and then they um so they expect to at least be there for the duration of, of their visa um stay but that's not happening they, they're coming back much much earlier so that what they feel is that they're just not getting the opportunity to to find work and to sort of fulfill the promises that has have, have been made to them about you know making it big as a model and for
0: those who have only been there for a relatively short period of time do they make money from it
1: no so they work very hard they they go and see designers they do these castings or auditions for um top designers we're talking about you know real big name um designers in in couture and um so they will they will do these castings and fittings they might be called back for a callback um and then they wait to see if they've been booked for a show many of the models that we spoke to were never booked and they were sent back even though we've been told that just to get a callback from one of these big designers um is absolute proof that they have what it takes to be a model and they should have been given more of an opportunity um and um some of them do get work and they do get booked for shows, but we've had numerous um, refugees telling us that even though they they do the shows, they're either not paid at all for them or they're or they come away with very very little and, and far less than, than they expected to get. And
0: in some cases, when they arrive back uh, to the refugee camp, they're actually in debt.
1: And they are because. Um, so what they're not told and what hasn't been explained to them is that the money that the agencies outlay at the outset for accommodation, flights, visa um, is all expected to be um, recouped at, at the end um, from their earnings. So um, the models we've we've spoken to weren't made say they weren't made aware of this, and they thought that the agencies were just helping them and and you know giving giving them a good start so they they return home and um some of them and realize that they now have these these debts because the agency uh, wants to claim back the money it's spent on them for their accommodation their flights and even those who do work they'll have their um agency commission deducted uh tax will be deducted on top of that um all expenses deducted so again um we've we've spoken to Refugee models who have done um, a number of shows um should have earned thousands and thousands and, and have a debt. This is what they're finding incredibly hard to deal with and very, very depressing. Yeah. And, w- and when they discover they
0: have a debt, are the agencies trying to, uh, actively to recoup that money or just letting them know they have a debt?
1: Um, so they're actually trying to recoup it. So they um they send a statement and um they say to the models that um that you you know you must pay back this debt and um and you can't what they're saying is that you can't um leave. So so in some cases the, the model says, Well, you know, I don't want to work for this agency anymore. I've I've found another agency that wants to give me work. I, I you know I can pay back if I go to that agency. But the model um the agents say that um the models can only leave, um can only be released from their contracts once they've paid off their debts. And so um they 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 do say that if you go to another agency and they they are prepared to take on your debt, then that would be acceptable. But I mean, you know, what agency would do that? And mm. so the models have described themselves as as being trapped in these contracts where they're not um they're not being helped to get work and you know stuck really for two years and 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 describing you know that their lives just being wasted that you know they've left school for this big dream um they've come out of education um and 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 they've they absolutely expected to to be successful and 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 they describe just being really stuck um and not being able to to do anything really the problem is is that the models certainly believe you know they really have to pay back these debts so um
0: Why is the industry so interested in in Sudanese models?
1: Um, So it's been described to me, well, first of all, I think um, the modelling industry has always been, it's always underrepresented um, African models, which, you know, was very obvious about 20, 30 years ago, you you wouldn't really see an African model on on the cap, what you might see one. And I've spoken to a number of model agents in London, and um, especially who have explained that back then they just couldn't get work there was just no demand for african models so they might you know they would take one or two at most on their books which you know so, so which is um appalling so i think now that the, the modeling industry has sort of caved into pressure to to be more representative and that which is quite right and to um, include black models as well as white models which you know we all want to see happening but um They've, they, at the moment, there is a trend which is very much focused on um, South Sudanese young men and, and women. And, and what it's been described to me by um, other African agents that South Sudanese are characteristically um, very tall. So, for instance, the young women we've been speaking to are um, around five foot ten, five eleven, very very slim, lovely complexions, and, they, and their skin is quite a bit darker. Than other um, African models, which which again it fits a, a current trend. I've been told that they have quite unique faces and amazing eyes. Which, and actually, when you look at their pictures, um, you know you, you can see. And and I think and the, the thing about the catwalk is it's it's very dynamic. You know, so 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 these young men and women do, do look absolutely amazing. You know, coming down the catwalk. But then you have to ask yourself, you know, at, at what cost and 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 what's going on behind the scenes. And the fact, you know, what we've discovered is that they're just not being, um, in many cases, just not being looked after properly. The
0: UNHCR uh, runs the camp, the Kakuma camp. So do, do they have questions to answer about all this?
1: Um, well, I, th- I think they do. I, um, so um, there's one woman, um, young woman who we've spoken to. Her name is Bellini Manyang, and she's um very courageous young woman. She's a South Sudanese model. She comes from Kakuma, she has been the only uh, model who actually was brave enough to raise a complaint to, to UNHCR. She said that it, it took two weeks for them to get back to her. But um, then they did ask her questions. They listened to her story. They then spoke to the agency, um, but they didn't come back to her after that. So she felt that really her complaint wasn't taken as seriously as it should be. And um so what other models? So since our, our, we published our investigation, um, other models have come forward now and said to us that they 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 really want now to see UNHCR properly vetting the agencies that come into the camps and checking that um, every refugee that leaves is going to be properly looked after. That checks will be made on that refugee once they've left the camp. Um, so Belini Manyang actually has a list of um, a wish list of uh, measures that she would like to see UNHCR put in place. To protect refugee models, and one of the things that she said, and one of the problems I think that they do have is that they, it's very very difficult for them to open bank accounts. So often the agencies will say to them, "Well, you know, we can't pay you because you didn't have a bank account." So one of the things that Bellini has said is, is "She she would like to see UNHCR help um, anyone any refugee leaving the camp to, um, to to open their own bank account, and also she wants better, better transparency. She would like." um UNHCR to have a better understanding of the reality of the modeling industry so that these young women and men can be prepared for what they're going into um, and the fact that they could come away with 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 a lot of debt i think UNHCR has has taken our investigation seriously and it has now they have asked for any other refugees with with concerns to to come forward to them
0: and the agencies themselves have they responded to any of this yes
1: yeah, so um so Select told us that um, they will be investigating and will change the way they work with models um, after our investigation. Um, Select model management said so it was very concerned to read elements of our reporting and will now introduce extra policies. We'll also review working practices of partners regarding refugee models who can be particularly vulnerable. Um, they did say that they um, they were concerned to hear about, <coughs> about the case of... Um, of, of one of our models um, that we interviewed, in particular, the one who was left with a lot of debt and um, and 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 depressed. So we're we're really hoping now that um, that they will do more to protect refugees um, who, who are coming to Europe.
0: Lisa Brinkworth is a freelance journalist who's been writing about this for the Sunday Times. Lisa, thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Moncrief. Weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.